I'm Michelle White, bringing you seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioral and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. If your symptoms are a result of a stressful event, or if your symptoms now cause you some form of distress, then you're in the right place. Thought processes, emotions and behaviours can all exacerbate symptoms, which is the very thing you don't want, so I'm here to help you change that. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook and post your comments and questions there to engage me in conversation. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the podcast. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or via Skype. If not, you can purchase the Happy Inside iPhone app, and if you already own it, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. It definitely seems appropriate at this time of year, at the end of the year, to make a podcast about this phenomena that we all get sucked into with the hope of a new year. It's like a cleansing or a rebirth of sorts. It's just because we have a new calendar on its way. Whatever your reason for inviting in the new year, it's a fantastic excuse to tidy up the shit show and give things a better shot next year. So I'm not here to give you a list of 29 things that you can do to make this happen because I believe the how underneath holds a lot more power, especially if you want to succeed. And this how underneath is also relevant to your overindulgence at Christmas and your subsequent gut symptoms or other symptoms. And they're probably coming at you thick and fast. And it's understandable that you might be resisting or pushing back against them or resentful about them. But that only makes them worse. So I'm begging you to please stop doing that right now. The how that I'm talking about is kindness and compassion. You can't guilt and shame and beat yourself into better behaviours. You have to love yourself into those. To really see the goodness that you have in you and the goodness around you. To be gentle and kind and have compassion not just towards others but towards yourself. And this goes for your gut symptoms too. So don't be angry at your gut for its current capacity. It's doing the best it can. But if you wag your finger and scowl at it, it's only going to feel how you would if someone did that to you. All too often I see this disconnection between who we think we are, uh, the rest of our body or our mind or our being, and our gut. That's my gut. There's something wrong with it. I don't like it. I'm angry at it and frustrated with it. It doesn't do what it should be doing. And then this is me over here doing all the right things. It doesn't work like that. If you treated your partner like that, that's them. They should be doing this and having all these expectations on them and criticism and judgment. 
how do you think that relationship's going to be? Not very healthy at all. The gut's exactly the same. I learned self-compassion and kindness the hard way. I came from quite a strict regime. Everything had a rule and guideline and regulation. There was no wriggle room or ability to spill over the sides and explore. I've lived it with my entire being and I'm here to profess it's not the way. It ends up in rigidity, judgment, entitlement, perfectionism, anger, self-loathing, anxiety and for me a deep depression because I could never be good enough. Nothing was ever good enough. Nothing out there and nothing in here. No one wants to live like that. I've never seen somebody live like that who is truly content and happy. What we need to be content and happy is kindness and self-compassion, a gentleness, a real softening towards ourselves, a forgiveness and an acceptance for where we are in the moment. So you might have some changes that you're looking to employ in the new year and something more than the bog standard, better diet, more exercise, less alcohol. Maybe there's a calling for you to simplify life, to live with less, do less. This could be the year you look inwards and discover what fulfills you, lights you up and inspires you. Maybe it's time to finally take that trip you've held out on for so long. Time to tiptoe outside your bubble and explore new experiences. And whatever you've got in your heart and your mind, it's the how you go about it that will determine the outcome. So let's look at an idea we've all tried at some point in our lives, eating better. It usually goes something like this, especially at the beginning. So you're powering through the first six days, feeling so proud of yourself. Then in a blink of an eye, you've woofed down half a packet of Arnott's family sort of biscuits and an extra packet of ice vovos. Whoops. This is the moment, though, that you have a choice. You can berate yourself and speak harshly just like you did the last time and hope that it miraculously works this time. Or you can go back to whoops, soften and lighten. Okay, so I just devoured a third of the biscuit aisle and wow, did it taste amazing. But foster a new attitude within yourself. Say, I did well for the six days. This is just a little bump in the road. I'll make a better choice next time, but right now, I'm on my way again. I don't need to start again. I've just stopped on the side of the road to change my tyre, to reset myself, and then I'm on my way. It's a much easier attitude, one with more success. But whatever it is you're doing, set realistic goals and expectations. If you want to start a yoga practice, commit to once or twice a week at first and achieve that. The achievement will naturally spur you on for a second or third class per week. 
Don't go straight in for the five. You'll fail. It's too much. It's a terrible way to set yourself up for failure. Instead, set yourself up to succeed. This is kindness and compassion. There's so much striving. I see so much I need to be somebody or do something or do 10,000 things. But less of I just do these two things and I do them really well and they fulfill me and I feel content doing them. We definitely need to bring more of that into our lives. Absolutely. This constant striving has us living in a pressure cooker. There's so much to achieve. There's so much we have to do. Let's slow things down. Let's be kind to ourselves. I wasn't used to it. It took me years. I'm still learning. I still fall down. I still speak to myself harshly, but I catch myself. I can be aware of it. I realize, ooh, I really didn't make myself feel good there. And then I redo it. I re-say it to myself and feel what that's like. I feel better when I say to myself, hey, you know, you're doing the best you can. Remember what your own capacities are. Don't worry about the world. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just know you. Know what you can do. Know what you can offer. And that's enough. You're enough just as you are. And I feel so much better about myself when I say that. A kind and gentle self-talk will go a long way towards soothing your symptoms. Because when you speak harshly towards your body, towards your gut, towards yourself, it creates tension. And the more tension you have in your body, the more those symptoms are exacerbated. That's the very thing that you don't want. So don't do it. Stop it. Be gentle. And you'll find your own version of gentle too. Your own words, your own tone of voice, your own physical gestures. They're all yours. You find something that feels comfortable to you. Your body is your compass. Your body is the place that will tell you, Ah, that feels nice. I got it right. That's exactly what I need to hear. There's so much more acceptance when we're kind and compassionate. And I saw a perfect example of this on Instagram throughout the year. Sarah Wilson, who's the founder of I Quit Sugar, was traveling and she put a post on Instagram Uh, essentially laughing at herself where she was out and about wearing her sugar sucks t-shirt and simultaneously eating a chocolate coated ice cream and I think that there's so much gentleness in just saying this is who I am I don't have to be perfect and there's so much permission in that too for the rest of us so thank you Sarah for offering that We don't have to be perfect. Same with our symptoms. We don't have to expect perfection from our digestive system. 
So there you have it. No lists about the things you can do for your new year and particular regimes and protocols and strict rules. But simply just permission to be kind and gentle to yourself in 2018. I'm Michelle White. Happiness starts on the inside. So join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.